For those of you who listened to the podcast a few weeks ago, you will remember me saying that I was going to put an offer on my Month to Manifest program. Month to Manifest is the easiest manifestation course on the market right now. My intention when creating this course was allow it to be easy, simple, time efficient, like I'm not about things that take me a lot of time or I just won't do them. So this requires at the most five minutes of your time a day to be able to really hone your intentions on a daily basis. And not only that, one of the things we have done is to create a community of like-minded people where we meet once a month on a live and we set our intentions for the month ahead. It is so powerful and you'll get to meet those like-minded people who share in your joy and in your love of manifestations and we all lift each other up. It is so amazing. I love it and I would love you to join. One of the things that I have always wanted to do as well is to make this affordable and not only is it affordable every day but I am also giving you a discount on that right now. All you have to do is DM me the word manifest on Instagram and I will send you the unique discount code. Come and join us. Welcome back to the Unbreakable Mindset podcast. With me, your host, Jude Dawn. Now, last week's episode, I was sharing with you how I'd been feeling a bit flat about the podcast and it had been an effort, I'd been procrastinating about doing it and as I was talking to you about that on the episode, I kind of worked out why. It was because I wasn't having that kind of download about what I wanted to talk about, I hadn't planned properly and I was focused on other things so the podcast was kind of like last on the list. So I made the effort to no, I didn't make the effort, sorry. I made a pledge to kind of be better organised about it and to, on a Monday, think about what the content was going to be for the next episode. As it turns out, because the universe always delivers, within two days, I had three episodes in the bag. Not necessarily recorded, but I knew what was going to be on them. So there was this one that I'm going to do now because... Well, I'll tell you why in a second, why this content came. And then I got an amazing guest coming up in a few weeks who, um, Danielle, who does some work for me, has been kind of reaching out to people and getting people booked in. And this is an amazing guest coming up. Her story is unbelievable. And then the other episode came together because I do my month to manifest, which you all know about in terms of my self-study manifestation program. And every month at the start of the month, we have an intention setting session. It's a live session. Everyone just jumps on as and when they can. So it's not the same people on every month. So sometimes it's different faces, new faces. It's, it's really, really nice. And now we've got a little community app where we share manifestation stories in there as well. And a friend of mine was on, who came on the last intention setting, and she'd been wanting to tell this manifestation story 
in the previous one but I'd just come back from holiday so I didn't have time to kind of open up the session to everyone in there now how she kept this secret I do not know it's an unbelievable manifestation story and I'm not going to tell you about it because I'm going to let her tell you herself so she's coming on the podcast that'll be next week that you'll hear that so everything came together so as a roundup when I'd kind of released what was holding back and this is why doing that deep mindset work is really really powerful and I appreciate this is just content for my podcast but this will happen every single time you do the work when you go deep on what is holding you back you know we talked about the growth areas in last week's episode or maybe the episode before that when you go deep on what is struggling on what the struggle is rather then you tend to find the universe is listening and it will give you solutions or it will give you opportunities and and that's what it did for me so now I've got three in the bag already um and not don't even need to think about it like that's the beauty of it like I can continue as I was put my energy in and uh focus into the other areas that need it right now and the podcast will do its thing which is so lovely so as a follow-up from last week's, please do that work on yourself. If there is something that feels painful, start to go deep on the growth area that you need to work on and think about what you might need to do to improve that, to develop that area. So before I go into what I want to talk to you about in this episode, let me fill you in on my week. It has been a topsy-turvy one. So Luke has gone back, that's my husband, has gone back to Italy for the golf open, I think it's called. Something that's been on his book list forever. And um, so, so he's back at the house, uh, the Italy house, and you'll be pleased to know um, the dogs were very excited to see him. Even Laura, the one that he ran over. <laughs> that's another episode if you've not listened. And she's only limping a tiny, tiny little bit. Like she's fully mobile now, running like proper fast, fast as the other dog. So, so I've got my running buddy back, guys. So that feels good. And yeah, so what that means is in the house where Luca would normally do mornings. So I'm in the office by, I try to get the office for like half seven. That's my, and then I get to have a nice lovely cup of coffee I get to kind of set my intentions for the day like I get to lean into my day I'm very privileged I get to lean into my day before the day starts and then but I then finish early so I finish at about half two so that I can do the school pickup and then I sort the tea and all that type of thing so it's a really really good balance until one of us is not here (laughs) so although I've got um, my son Nico in breakfast club which is a massive help because he can go in there from half seven I didn't want to then have to fight with the traffic for the mornings that that Luca's not here so I decided to work from home oh, and honestly it's Friday now and I feel like it's been a bit of a slog fest I really don't cope well out of my routine and sitting and again I talked about this last episode like I'm I need certain spaces to work 
And it turns out, working on a settee, like with the laptop in front of us, and I also made an impulse buy and bought a new laptop because I thought, you know what it is? It's a bit old, so it was only about three years old, my, my other MacBook. But the camera on it was rubbish, and I thought, oh, do you know what? If I get a new one with a better camera, like a more upgraded one, then the things that I save to do in the office, I can do at home. And I haven't done those things because I just haven't had chance. My energy has been much slower and my productivity has probably been at about 30%. It's not been that high. So I'm hoping to pull it back today. It's only been two days to be fair. Like you only went on the Wednesday. So I've had two days of just feeling a bit like like sluggish, pushing myself through the day. So I've decided to work at the kitchen table today. And Nelly didn't. I was literally sat upstairs with my cup of coffee and then I thought, oh God, I need to record the podcast. And I thought, you know what it is? I'm going to do it downstairs. Like, kitchen's a bit smaller. So I thought, well, then it'll not be... Like, the, the sitting room's got really high ceilings and it's quite... Well, it's bigger. It's not, I was going to say vast. <laughs> I, don't, I don't live in a castle. Um, it's a bigger room. And I just thought, oh, if I come down to the kitchen, then at least you might not... It'll not be as echoey, hopefully. And then I just thought, you know what, I'm going to work. I need to work in here the rest of the day because I feel like I need to be more productive, like I'm sat at a desk. So fingers crossed, I'll feel a little bit better by the end of today. And then, again, I don't really think it'll get back to normal for me in terms of being back in my lovely routine till about Tuesday. And Monday, I'm out of the office doing something. And so, so really probably won't get back to normal till about Tuesday. And then I've got quite a few things to prep for that I have definitely been putting off. Uh, Some uh, speaking events that I've got to do that have kind of just landed in my lap, which is amazing, like lush, that I've got them. But I now need to do something about it and do the writing. So today I might even do some of that and get ahead of myself. But the worst thing that I did, (laughs) because... My husband's went away. My my son's not used to my husband going away. I think I've been away twice that my son will remember. And one wasn't long ago when I went to um, Paris for the weekend with for my friend's Hendale. And when Luca left on Wednesday morning, Nico was like proper upset. Like, I miss Papa. And I went, hang on a minute. You didn't get this upset when I went to Paris. And he went, yeah, that's because you're not my number one favourite. <laughs> Harsh. So to try and bolster the fact that um, he's number one, has gone away. I was like, come on, it's going to be fun. Like, you can have sleepovers in my room and, like, we'll we'll have tea out and we'll we'll have, like snacky food in front of the tv and like I've built it up (laughs) but you know what I'm so tired because he kicks in bed he moves about he throws himself on you like all while he's in his sleep and I am now a really light sleeper I don't know if that's something to do with perimenopause I don't think I used to be this much of a light sleeper but every little movement wakes us up so I think that's not helped um so working from home and yeah, having a 
five-year-old kicking you in the back every two minutes. But today I've decided I don't want to feel sluggish. So I need to do something about that. And that leads us on really nicely to something that came up in one of my academy live sessions. So so in the academy, the students work through the material themselves. It's all self-study when they're training to become um, a life coach. But every two weeks, I do a live. And in that, we'll talk about case studies and we'll go deeper on some of the tools and techniques. But then we'll also go around and answer everyone's questions at the end. So whoever's on that call at that point gets a chance to ask us questions specific to them on what might be going on for them at that time. And it can be different all the time. So it could be something to do with the where they're at in the in the study material, so the specific module they're working on, or it could just be something that's coming up for them at that moment. And one of the women in there shared something with us because she's just finished module six. And when you get onto module seven, it means you're ready to coach your first person. And and she's been working really hard on like getting to that point, getting her portfolio done, all signed off. I sent her a lovely email saying, congratulations, like you are now ready to coach. And then I didn't hear anything. <laughs> and I thought, I think she's hiding from us. Like, Because sometimes, you know, it's nerve wracking when you're about ready to coach because you worry you don't need, you don't know what you need to know. But it does all flow, like every single time. Anyone that's worried about that, coaching that first person, which why would you not be? You've never done it before. But that's the beauty of it in the academy is that you get me holding your hand through that first person. And it's really structured. So you you never, you never without things and tools to use. But that first before you come to do it is obviously a bit nerve wracking. And this um, particular lady had gone quiet. So as she came on, I was like, oh, you're right wait a minute, we need to change her name because I don't know if she said that I could, she told me to use this as an example, but I don't know if she said I could use her name. So let's change her name. We'll call her Alice because there's nobody in the academy called Alice yet. So uh, it was Alice's turn to, to kind of speak. And I said, oh, so tell me, Alice, what's going on for you? And she was like, well, I've been in hiding a little bit. I went, yeah, I noticed. And she was like, oh, I've just got so much on with my daughter's wedding which she mentioned before, so we knew that this was coming up for her. And she said, I'm just feeling a little bit worried about it uh, because she was going to be in close proximity to her ex-husband. She was doing the flowers for the wedding. She was the photographer. She was doing the cake. So she said, like, I'm doing the best I can in this moment. She was like, I'm using the productivity tools we have in the in the coaching toolkit. She was like, I'm working through those, like, like, catastrophizing presumed thinking. So she's obviously worried about all the different things that could go wrong. And, and she was using all of the, the tools on herself, which is amazing. This is what I love about becoming a coach is that you get to do that work on yourself. And she said she really wants to be excited, but admitted that she wasn't. Yeah, which is a tough thing to admit because it's your daughter's wedding and you want to be excited for her, but actually she wasn't feeling it. 
and she was actually just worried that it was going to be awful. And I think there was obviously so much playing in her mind of, you know, what what it could turn out is a very, very small kind of intimate wedding. And obviously she was going to be in close proximity to her husband. So she was just worried it was going to be awful. And I think worried about how she would show up as well. So the thing that I asked her was, ask yourself, how do you want to be seen? How do you want to show up and focus on the ideal outcome? So where she'd kind of done half of the work because she was managing timings and and kind of making sure that she was on time with planning the flowers, planning the cake, thinking about how she was going to take the photograph. She had all that kind of nailed in terms of knowing what she was going to do with all of that but then there was still all this worry and catastrophizing about other areas of the wedding and she said this was the most helpful that she messaged me like voice noted as a few days later she said it was so helpful that you said that so rather than me worrying about what's going to happen there's something that you because you don't have control over what's going to happen on a daily basis we don't I don't have control over what's going to happen today But one thing I do have control over is how I show up today. So although I'm feeling tired and although I've had two days of like, you know, not super productive work, I can can manage how I show up today and I can be as productive as I possibly can. Now, I can't predict what's going to come into my inbox. I can't predict what phone calls I'm going to have. But I can definitely control how I show up, how I'm seen today. I can focus on my ideal outcomes. And that is such a powerful shift. Because when you're caught in the worrying about what might happen, worrying that it's not going to be great, worrying about how something's going to turn out, you're then in that fear mode and you can't show up how you'd like to be seen or you can't show up in a way where you're in control of it because your head's off on a different place your head's worrying catastrophizing your head's thinking about all the things that could go wrong so therefore if you then imagine Alice going to the wedding worrying about what could happen versus Alice focused on how she wants to be seen okay so I want to be seen as somebody who's in control I want to be seen as somebody these are my words not her words we didn't get into this detail but she could be focused on you know I'm going to think about how I'm going to be seen I'm going to think about who I'm going to talk to at the wedding you know and I'm going to reframe it and you know one of the things that I said to her is like you know you're the mother of the bride you're the one who's done so much to this wedding you need to stand in that power. You know, you are the cake maker. You are the photographer. You are the florist. Like you've done a lot and you need to enjoy that day and stand in the power of what you've done rather than fear what might happen. Now that can be used in so, so many circumstances. I also had a client in the last few weeks gone through an incredibly tough time in her family. It was a member of the family in the latter stages of their 
life and um, they didn't have uh, much longer to live. And everyone was getting together in the family to say their goodbyes. And so already an incredibly tough time. And there is no positive spin you can put on that. Literally none. There's no reframe and there's no positive spin. There's literally just dealing with it in the moment. And the thing that my client was worried about was, was there going to be any arguments between the siblings? Was one going to be overpowering and shout at the other one? And, and, and my client had a lot of worries around this. And it took her focus away from the purpose of what they were about to do. So I asked her the same question. How do you want to show up? What, what is an ideal outcome in this really awful, tough moment? What do you want to come away with after you've been to see this relative? And again, it's shifting focus. Because if we're focused on the things we can't control, we'll just be sat there in a ball of nerves worrying about all eventualities. Whereas we pick something and in that moment there's very little control you've got over anything. But if you can pick one thing that is going to be your focus, the thing that you can focus on, the thing that is actionable for you, the thing that you, the thing you have control over is you. And as soon as you redirect that focus, you take back power you take back control of it and you start to ease into it and you feel so much more comfortable in that moment than where your head was taking you working on controlling where your mind goes is really easy when you know how but so hard in the moment when you're caught up in your own head it can be debilitating, absolutely debilitating because you can't seem to get out of your own way. But as soon as you can catch yourself in that moment and realize that your thoughts are not serving you, you absolutely can change it. And I'm going to give you this little exercise to do. So what I want you to do is just pause for a moment, whatever you're doing. I mean, if you're driving, it's fine. <laughs> you don't need to stop. But what I want you to think about is... And this is going to seem really simplistic, but go with it. What I want you to think about is uh, a school dinner, right? So think back to when you had a school dinner. And maybe it was mince and dumplings with some of that horrible mixed veg on the side that had like chopped carrots and green beans and <laughs> felt like fake veg. And then afterwards, there's sponge pudding with custard, right? Take yourself back to a school dinner that you liked or semolina, like who even has semolina anymore? But we definitely had that at our school. And what I've just done there with you is I have just controlled your thoughts. I've taken them from whatever you were thinking about, whatever was resonating with you as you're listening to this episode. And I started talking about food and I took your mind away from it. And that is how easy it is to change your thoughts but when you're so caught up in it, you feel like you don't have power over them. And if you're going to take anything away from this episode, it's that you are way more powerful than you give yourself credit for. You have the ability 
to absolutely change your whole day. Because when you change your thoughts, things align. Okay, let's get back to the magic of it all. Because when we do change our thoughts, things align. Things come into our sight. Things come into our reality. And they may have been there all along, but we couldn't see them because our head was in such a bad place. And this is why I've never taught manifestation to my one-to-one clients, because manifestation comes about because of the power of thought. And you can only manifest when you have power over your thoughts. And that is why this work is so powerful. Like, please don't dismiss this as uh, an episode that is just for people who have anxiety or people who worry about things because it is so much more powerful than that. This is about thought control and being able to recognize when you are down a path that isn't serving you. And it could literally just be feeling a bit flat because you're not getting much work done, like me this week. And if I feel like that, how can I expect my business to serve me if I'm not serving it? So if I'm not showing up with high energy, high motivation, the returns in my business will be really, really low. Like they just will. I'll get nothing in return for my business if I'd continued like that for weeks for months. Nothing would come back to me. The things that I want to manifest in my business would not come into my reality. And more than anything other than just trying to manifest what it is that you want, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> like when we're in that headspace, it doesn't feel good. And I'm just not here for that. I'm all about feeling good every single day. If I had the choice between manifesting and somebody said to me, right, you can manifest a million pounds, we're going to give it to you instantly, or you can manifest happiness, I'd go with the second, because the alternative is being miserable with a million pounds in your bank and being depressed. And depression is awful and anxiety is awful and worrying about things is awful, So it doesn't make any difference if you got a million pounds in the bank because you'd figure out something else to worry about, you know? So changing it is really, really powerful and gaining back control over your thoughts. So I invite you to have a little check-in with yourself in the next week. So you've got, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, you've got four days to do this work. If you work a a normal kind of Monday nine to five, right? You've got four days to be able to work on really changing your thoughts and thinking about how do you want to be seen? How do you want to show up? And what is your ideal outcome that you now have control over? Every single day, in, in everything that you do, I want you to kind of focus I want you to bring your focus into that. And as always, I do hope this episode has landed exactly where it needed to for you. And if you haven't already, and if you have the time, I would love it if you could share my podcast with your friends, 
follow it, do a lovely review on whatever app that you listen to because it really, really does make a difference and I really, really appreciate it when you do. So have a great week, everyone, and don't forget to tune in next week where you're going to hear literally the best manifestation story to date. Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset podcast with me, your host, Jude Daunt. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others. And it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly, please visit Daunt coaching.co.uk the links will be in the show notes